0: Welcome to the Talking Llama Podcast, the podcast for podcasters. Thanks for stopping by as we discuss all things podcasting, like gear and creative processes, even marketing and promoting your brand. If you're looking to grow, monetize, or even just start your podcast, you're in the right place. The Talking Llama Podcast is here to help you tell your story to the world with confidence. Here's your host, Ian Roth. Hey everybody, this is a special bonus episode from the conversation I had with the Campfire crew, Kelly and Kyle, and we, we had such a great conversation and we haven't spoken in a while. So after the show, wanted to just kind of keep talking and shoot the breeze with them and a lot of good stuff came out of it. So with their permission, I kept on recording and I hope you guys can find some value in what we discussed after the show. A lot of social media themed things, talking about LinkedIn and my... Despising of Facebook, but uh some value in there, and I hope you enjoy. Well, thank cool. you so much for being on. And yeah, so Kyle, I hate, I like, I don't want to say I hate social media, I don't yeah. like social media, but like I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy LinkedIn because there's mm-hmm. good, helpful things on there. So if you are like I and don't like social media, give LinkedIn a try and you might be pleasantly surprised.
1: Yeah, it's something we've definitely talked mm-hmm. about. Like when we first started the podcast, it was like, well, do I need a LinkedIn? She's like, "Are you gonna post on it?" I was like, "No, probably not." <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> She's like, "Then, then you don't need a LinkedIn." I was like, "All right," but
0: uh, so I, no. I, I've met some of like the coolest, most helpful people on LinkedIn. Oh like, yeah, and I seriously like real substantial relationships of like people that will help you do whatever. And I, like they're just it's it's just so much more professional than people posting cat memes and shit on Facebook. Yeah. You know, well that's just, how me
2: and you met. Was I don't even remember who messaged who first, but. We're yeah, pals I now. I don't know. And like was LinkedIn. it through Wayne
0: or was it through someone else? I forget. It was definitely LinkedIn.
2: It was. And I don't remember how, but um, yeah. And all of a sudden we're pals.
0: Yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. always been bouncing ideas off you guys ever since. So I wanted to, first of all, you said you guys have merch. Is that something that you guys make in-house or is it through like a teespring or well, something?
2: Well, so Montana Brand Apparel, she does drop ship. And so she, um, she actually made us, when we launched the coffee company, we had her make. Uh, t-shirts and hats for us to kind of kick that off too.
0: She does drop shipping.
2: Yep, she does. And so that might be cool. Like if you're never, ever not happy with Teespring, like she ships all over the country. She's got clients down in Florida. She does some really good stuff. So um, we could get you connected with her. I think her minimum is only like six or eight shirts for a drop ship. It's crazy. Yeah, low. We never
1: get a lot. I think our last mm-hmm. order is maybe 10 shirts, yeah. it's like two of each size. Yeah, so.
2: And it's very, um, prices are really good wholesale. So she's, Yeah, she's good stuff.
0: What kind of, does she do printing, embroidery, vinyl? So
2: we have our, um, she does stickers. I know she does stickers. Our shirts are screen printed and then she did embroider our hats for us. So we've got Campfire Blend hats.
0: Interesting. You might have to hook me up with her. Well, that, and uh, what's that, funny
2: is Wayne texted me earlier today and he said, Hey, just uh curious, what's your experience with Teespring? And so I figured he'd he be the you. same thing
0: too. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I told him that I don't have any other than I've ordered through them before and I've never had a bad experience. So.
0: Yeah, they just, uh, I'm sure. A drop shippers like margins will be more favorable than Teespring. Cause that's yeah. just like, they take like. 80 90 80, oh wow holy heck yeah, yeah no. Don't she, I, 20, I don't know i'm, I'm just yeah. speculating but it's a lot
2: well she does you know she does um i think we paid 12 dollars wholesale for our t-shirts and then we sell oh them for God. twenty, 25. you're at you know 50 ish 50 ish percent profit which isn't bad so, um, so you're,
0: you're paying 12 including the image
2: yep so it was only like a 25 dollars setup fee for the embroidery she had to pay something to set it up in the computer or whatever but now that she has it then That's she has bad. it forever um so that was yeah that was a low cost and she's really creative so she's actually made us she came up with this really cool logo for us it says roasted af but it looks like a montana license plate so it has the state um so she came up with that for us she's like hey i thought of this for you guys do you love it and i'm like heck yeah make us some t-shirts so she's really innovative like that too
1: she she had this she was on this kick for a while she's doing hashtag stuff Mm -hmm. so kelly's wearing a shirt right now that says hashtag mike candy can't fire our podcast and then since i'm on the fire department she made me one that says hashtag hose candy and then she's got like hashtag farm candy Mm -hmm. and all these hilarious other yeah the hashtag candy line
0: yeah if you guys wouldn't mind introducing me to her that would be great i would love to just kind of Pick her brain and throw some ideas around, and yeah, I definitely want to get some swag around. My wife just got a Cricut and is getting pretty, pretty damn good at like vinyl printing. Like cool. she's doing some great stuff on mm-hmm. mugs and and some t-shirts. But That's I awesome. think embroidery is just awesome. That's like one of my favorite things. Like an awesome embroidered uh, like image or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I had a Cricut, that'd be dangerous. I mean, we talked when you know when you were on our show about how much of a sticker guy I am. Mm-hmm. If I had my own cricket, oh my gosh. Those
2: llama stickers are huge. I didn't realize they were that big.
0: Yeah, they are pretty big. They're that
1: awesome. was a teespring.
0: Um, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. Well, I, th- I think I posted a picture on my Instagram of like a yellow shirt my wife made me with the llama t-shirt, and she made that like 10 minutes, like second oh, day nice. getting the thing. Like, holy shit, man. You're- I'm impressed. Like, she's not the most technolo- technologically advanced person, but she watched some YouTube videos and figured it out. I was blown away.
2: That's cool. I'm going to go look at you right now.
0: It was. Was it the then... green shirt,
2: the talking llama shirt?
0: <sighs> I want to say I don't remember. My There's
2: one of things. you from May 10th. Oh yeah, because you said courtesy of my amazing wife. Cool. Maybe it's green.
0: Maybe yeah, it's, it's green. green. I don't it's know green. what the
2: hell. That looks awesome. Yeah,
0: my wife wife made that.
2: Cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, and if you uh, you you sent me the PNG so file. Oh, I'm thinking.
2: So what we did was we had Laura, our graphic designer. She made me just generic. Um, based off the label she made me images so i might send you those too so you have them um sure
0: one of them simpler the better
2: yeah one of them has our whiskey logo and it says there's a chance this might be whiskey or something like that and then we have the hotter than your mom that's just that image too
0: that's that's it i wanted them for like
2: future mugs and stuff like that i'm like hey simplify these for me so they aren't coffee labels
0: she just wants some stuff to like mess around with and get acclimated to this so we got a whole bunch of water bottles and She got a couple like wine glasses and here. I mean,
2: I'll send her, I'll send you the guys that stuff and you can just look at it.
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah. Then I wanted to, what I wanted to ask you, I I didn't realize that you did seasons and then like kind of had off months, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. And you're not during those like mostly holiday months. You're not putting out podcasts during those months. Is that? No, I understood it. Is that right? Okay. So like completely not on season and off.
2: So we did a few teaser type, posts where like if we were out and about with a past guest or they were doing something really cool we do a post about like hey remember when so and so came on the show check out what they're up to but you can also listen to their episode here so we did a lot of like hey don't forget about us we're still around the recycling
0: kind of stuff yep. okay
2: yep and then um obviously a lot of hype for the coffee and a lot of hype then after the new year about hey we are coming back we will be back strong so really pumping up it's almost like a seasons of a TV show like we took our time off but we we kept the hype up and kept people excited for the next season.
0: Do you guys sell most of your coffee in like the around the holiday time frame?
2: Well, we did. I mean, we're just still so brand new.
0: Um, oh, okay. Is it, have you even been doing the coffee a year yet?
2: No, we launched in December. Oh, wow. Yep, just oh, December. Goodness. So um, we had no retail experience. So that was kind of a learning curve. Of like January was absolutely dead, and we talked to several retailers in several different industries, and they're all like, "Yeah, this is." This is the game. You kill it, you know, late October through Christmas, and then you die for a month or two. And then you, you know, people start ordering again because everyone's recovering from the holidays because we're a consumer nation. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, we did learn that way. And it was discouraging because we were so new and we weren't selling coffee. But it's finally now that things are opening up here, it's picking back up now.
0: Oh, that, that's good. Yeah. And the reason I'm, I'm asking that is because, like, I I'm trying to get like my agriculture drone business off the ground at some point. And Mm -hmm. I think that would be good since obviously growing season is in the summer. And, you know, if I, if I schedule my podcast seasons to have, you know, the big growing months up through harvest in the fall off, Mm -hmm. that would, that would work well. And I'd kind of still be able to do both without completely crushing my soul.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: OK, well, that's, and that's, that's yeah, that world. was
2: really the only reason we decided on that season schedule was to take the holiday break for ourselves. And then also because that's the biggest coffee seller. So, so yeah, I I think that'd be smart for you, too, if that's if that's when you can get other jobs, take those few months off.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I might. Um, I don't know, I might need like a cup of coffee. I might try and, and, and mess with Facebook tonight. I don't know. Probably not. I know. I'm not motivated enough. We'll save that for tomorrow. But uh, yeah, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show, guys. Um, I might release some of these things we're just talking about as bonus stuff, if that's cool with you.
2: Yeah, sure. Whatever you need. Okay. Um, I I forgot to say on the show, too, one of the most asked questions we get from other podcasters is, how are you consistent releasing an episode the same time every week? I guess a lot of these people who are doing it just by themselves, you know, it's, it's a a labor of love for them it's a side hobby they're not getting their shows out consistently so um that's one thing that i've been actually consulting a lot of different podcasters on and really the easiest answer for that is you just have to do it you have to set a schedule you have to publicly say this is when my show comes out and then you have to hold yourself accountable to getting it out for your people they're expecting it so that's kind of how we structure all our social media too to People know our show comes out every Friday at nine and we have, we have to stick to that. We've never missed getting an episode out because it's expected of us.
1: So I don't really have accountability. Yeah. I
2: don't have an easy tip or the best advice. Like it's just, you have to do it. You know,
1: you got to do the hard thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If it's important
0: to you, you will make the time to do it.
2: There's been times where I've been swamped or I've been, you know, sick kids, whatever. Haven't got the show scheduled, so I'm either up at 4 a.m. on Friday morning making sure it's scheduled and making sure all my social media is scheduled or I'm up till midnight on Thursday night because I'm like, oh, heck, I never got the podcast uploaded. There have, so, been,
1: there have been times where I've been on the road for work and mm-hmm. Kelly texts me at 9.30 at night. Um, the podcast episode isn't in the drive. and um, well, I've <laughs> Yeah, right. he's so,
2: had to pull out his laptop on the road and get it done at midnight and then I'm up uploading it like we just have to get it done. so it's um there's no easy way it's just and obviously if you're ahead of yourself and scheduling them out then you don't have to worry about it so
1: yeah don't do procrastinate that. schedule the stuff out batch mm-hmm. record schedule the stuff out
2: yep that's the best way to do it i
1: usually try and set aside a couple hours um within like a night or two of us recording that i can just sit down and get all the episodes produced so that we don't have that issue of yeah if i get called out to work like Am I gonna have to send Kelly the raw file so she can produce it, or am like, am I gonna have to sit down in my hotel room at ten thirty or eleven at night and like get the episode churned out? I just try and get it done as soon as I can, so we don't have to worry about that headache. And then that makes her life a lot easier because then she's got the episode, and if she wants to sit down and listen to it and try and come up with a name for it or come up with content ideas for it, she has everything she needs for it.
0: Did you yeah, hear you that? Got to make you it happen. It? Hi, yeah. I'm oh, here. loud and
1: clear. Okay. I had to sneeze, so I muted myself. And Sorry, we're panicking we're talking she, a lot, but
2: I feel like oh, I'm no, talking. You, a lot.
1: I, you came in loud and clear, Kyle. Oh, I know what I'm doing. I know how to work this. I know how to work. <laughs> the sound guy doesn't He's know how the to sound work. Guy. The sound guy, I don't no, know, know what kidding. all those buttons <laughs> do. I don't know what half these knobs do. This did not <laughs> come with an owner's manual. That's uh, what do you guys use to edit your sound? Um well we Your record audio. usually if we're live we record on audacity like if we're live in studio. Um and if we're not we just use Zoom. I mean we like to be able to see and talk to our or to see our guests. I don't know if you can do that on Zencaster. I haven't messed Mm-mm. with it too much. You can't. Not
0: yet. Rumor has it they're going to add that feature. Yeah,
1: well, mm-hmm. I hope they do because I was really excited to use uh Zencaster because it um you know it mixes your audio for you it equalizes both or every um audio input channel That's mm-hmm. so i was super excited to use it and then you know our, our guests wanted to be able to see us we wanted to be able to see them so we stuck with zoom but um for editing we we use filmora
2: mm-hmm. i have a program called filmora that i use to edit all my videos and stuff and you can do audio in there too so that's what kyle uses for actual editing
0: I've never heard of Filmora and I've, I've heard of a lot of them.
2: So it's really inexpensive. It's like Wondershare, I think, is the parent company. And Wonder then, Share, yeah. yeah, I think it's Filmora by Wondershare. And it's literally $30 a year subscription. And it is so simple to use. I create all of my videos for my clients using that. Um, super, like, so I'm self taught. So I uh, watched a few YouTube tutorials on it, but I've tried to use Adobe. That's super complicated um so i've been really pleased with filmora what
0: what about iMovie have you guys used that at all
2: we are not apple people so no (laughs) don't Uh, hate us didn't
0: didn't join the cult we're android users yeah i have all this apple stuff and an android phone because i do think android phones (laughs) are superior so it's like none of it jives and it's a pain in the ass okay well yeah i gotta get my video game up uh up to snuff i just terrible at it. And I just don't have the bandwidth to try to teach myself that in addition to doing podcasting. But yeah, definitely a lot of value in videos. I mean, a lot more engaging, especially for social media posts.
2: Absolutely. I always tell people that I love videos the most because they're second best to face to face because with social media, we've lost that personal connection, right? We, we play the, um, Keeping up with the Joneses game. And when you get yourself on video and you're authentic, then people trust you. They feel like they know you. They see your mannerisms. It's just like hanging out with someone.
0: Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Well, I don't want to keep you guys anymore. Again, thank you so much for for being on the show. Always love talking to you guys. Just yeah. love what you're doing. And any way I can help and support you, uh, just let me know and I will absolutely do whatever i
1: can for you
2: okay definitely appreciate you having us on your show yeah thanks this for is having cool. us
1: this is my first time on the other side of the mic
2: yeah kyle's never been on an interview before
1: you've never been a guest on a show the kyle little oh, so baby Kelly virgin invited to go on to all these other podcasts <laughs> and she gets all the limelight and i'm just i'm usually sitting in the background going hey say this Like,
2: <laughs> you know why kyle it's because i have a linkedin
1: <laughs> make me a yeah, oh, YouTube.
2: I'll get you one. We'll make Kyle a LinkedIn. No, I'm going to
1: make my own now. Do it. On my own.
0: Yeah, a, link, a lot of magic going on on LinkedIn, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Join the club. I'll have
1: to. You'll be you and Kelly will be my first Perfect. two people I follow when I make one.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, hey guys, I appreciate it again and take care. I'll be in touch. All right, Go. talk
2: to you soon. Thanks.
0: All right, see you guys. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. First time I ever really did a bonus episode or a two-part episode for an interview. Hope you got some good stuff out of it. Some things I'm definitely considering doing in my podcast going down the road, especially in regards to the seasons and, you know, as I look into getting into the the merch game and my social media game, it would be a huge help if you could leave review for this show. Every review you leave helps me score higher on the iTunes and Spotify algorithms. Therefore, getting this into more people's ears and that we can spread the message together and really encourage everybody to speak their legacy and start their own podcasts. As always, appreciate all of your support. Go to talkinglama.com to find out all the latest and greatest llama happenings, have some new items on the Teespring store. So please check those out, become part of the llama herd, Patreon three tiers still going on. And again, speak your legacy. I'll see you next time.